everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week we're doing another flashback. I don't know where we're at in the flashback of things. 2001? No, but I mean, like, like I think I think we're at the end of, like, oh. a, a, this is, like, the fourth one. of a, Like, this is the last, the fourth of the last set that we've been doing, because we usually do one of each. Uh, this is John's pick, who's not here to talk about it. He said he's going to send me a little bit about the movie um so i'll splice that i will in. look up his letterboxd review if it's there and i don't think he probably has he one. probably hasn't watched um, it yet but uh the movie well, he is says he Goon. does one for all of the movies we do <laughs> and uh from 2011 and i oh no it'd be funny if this was like one of those movies that actually didn't come out in 2011 um hilarious it, just, it was like <laughs> it was i think everybody would have that in uh, <laughs> You don't laugh about it at night? You don't, like, lay on the pillow? Yeah, I laugh all the time about ben when picked, I um, picked that pulled movie. a fast yeah. one on you guys and picked Troll Remember Hunter. when I picked a sequel that I hadn't seen? Oh, that's right. You did pick a sequel. <laughs> I, well, because I thought the original 30 Days of Night was out whenever I thought. No, I was wrong. Uh, the movie's Goon, by directed by Michael Douse. But before we talk about it, we're going to name the movie, <laughs> or talk about the movie in eight words or less. Uh, I can go first. Um, the ending really gets me. That's uh, all I'm going to say. Equally heartfelt, crass, and fun. Um, dear Reeves, please come back to St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> the film is Goon, directed by Michael Douse. Uh, it was written by... Um, Jay Bershaw and Evan Goldberg. Uh, Evan Goldberg and is Seth Rogen's writing and producing partner. And Jay Bershaw kind of like disappeared. So what, this what's movie. Last, what's the last thing he did? Came out September 10th. He directed in the sequel at the Toronto International <laughs> Film Festival, and then it wasn't released so, till uh, 2012. I knew it. <laughs> son of God a damn it, John! Cancel the podcast. Well, we're going to keep doing it. Oh, Jim uh, oh, Barrowshaw's just been enjoying his How to yeah, Train Your Dragon money. I was going to say, those movies that I can't watch. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, this movie... Had everybody seen this one before? Yes. I feel like maybe... Ben. Uh, y- yeah, I had. Yeah. Oh, he... um. The last thing he did was uh, Random Acts of Violence. Jay Barrowshaw... I'm not saying it wrong. Yeah, and that movie fucking sucked. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. The movie stars Jay Barishaw as a, the third lead of the second lead. I guess he's kind of like the He's like fifth lead, weirdly. <laughs> Sean William Scott stars as the proverbial goon, uh, referring to the hockey player who is there to bust some skulls. Uh, Alison Pills also in it. Uh, we have Schreiber is incredible in this movie um not to jump the gun i mean pretty much every um, movie there's uh richard clarkin is one of the players where's the other guy uh mark andre groden uh plays we I, it'll be interesting to talk about him he's like the the best player on the team the movie like weirdly doesn't fully dive into that it's uh, but we can get to that later but um yeah let's go around on general thoughts um i I was I I, I I I was a four and a half star in this movie. Wow. It was my letterbox review. Um the movie and watching it this time, I was still like really enjoying it. Um 
I think it does have an appeal, like, the first time you see it. Like, it's very, especially 10 years ago, which was probably the last time, what, nine years ago, uh, when it was probably the last time I saw the movie. <laughs> because, I, I mean, it is, like, Sean William Scott's character um, is this, like, lovable idiot, Doug Glatt, who... Who you just there's not there's no other character like him I've never really seen in a movie you know like it, it's a really great character and I like to say very... he's based on Doug from Up but they dumbed him down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's really unassuming and really great. Like I don't know, it's just it is a really great performance at the heart of it. The movie still is just whip. It's almost too fast of a movie. Uh, and that speaks to like the the lack of character depth on um, the 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 seemingly going to be like the antagonist of the movie uh, on the team. Oh, um, uh, Xavier or something. Yeah, Xavier. Xavier. Z- yeah. yeah. La yeah, Flamme. La Flamme. Um, like Liev Schreiber is like he's the climax. He's like what we're getting to, but like in no way is like the he's not an antagonist at the same time, which is actually one of my favorite bits about this movie is him there's the there's one other enforcer the guy that leo schreiber's fighting in the beginning of the movie is the guy is in the movie like black gets in a glatt gets in a fight with him too at one point it, we'll get into that it's in best scenes later but um yeah i don't know i the movie had a certain magic to it i think the first time i saw it i was really caught off guard by how funny it was and but then watching it this time i was like oh this is still good and you know it, it it's 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 it, it's doing everything well, even if it's just kind of staying with the surface. But what I think that 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 A minus came from, I really think like, and we'll, I'll dive deeper. I really think the last five minutes of this movie is like fucking incredible. Like, uh, yeah, hard the, to argue with that. Yeah, I mean, just like the anticipation and it it just builds it builds perfectly to the moment. And it executes it, I think, pretty damn well. And, um, yeah. Uh, but I still really, really like this movie. I was happy to revisit it. But um, And I can talk more pl- uh, more positively about it as we get into the categories. Go hockey fan, Lauren. What? Okay. Um, I, I don't know. The first time I watched it, I remember being pleasantly surprised by it. Uh, but that was also, like, nine years ago, as you said. And... Um, like, I still enjoyed it this time, but it's just not exact. It's definitely not something I would call well-written. And I'm not just saying that because Doug is not the, like, brightest bulb in the Easy Bake Oven. Um, it's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just have problems where he's not that interesting. I do love his lovability at just how big of a doofus he is. But I don't really find him interesting, per se, especially because so much of his story is wrapped up in Eva, who, like, her character could just be, like, her whole story is just, I'm a slut, I'm a bad girlfriend, and then concern face. And there's nothing to her character beyond that. So, of course, I'm going to be kind of annoyed with that when she's, like, the uh, I mean, only she's female also an alcoholic, character, basically. So. Yeah, but who isn't in this movie? Um, That's fair. And, like, Baruchel's character is just so gross. It's like, I don't really find him that yeah, entertaining he... anymore. Like, the first time mm-hmm. he meets Eva, he asks her if rainbows shoot out of her nipples. And it's just like, come on. So mm-hmm. I got very annoyed with a lot of the characters in, but like, I still managed to enjoy it to for like, I don't know. I'm somewhere between, I know we're not at the stars yet, but I'm somewhere between like 
like mediocre to enjoying it still because I like so much of the hockey stuff. Like that's what keeps me entertained in this movie. And like you said, it's a short movie and I'm actually okay with that. But um, I don't know. I wish we had gotten a little bit more like maybe take out um, as much as I don't want to take Allison Pill out of something. It's like you could get rid of her character and maybe invest more in developing, like you said, the Xavier character, like that dynamic. Or you could do something more with Liev Schreiber's character, maybe. Although I kind of just like, I don't know. No, I don't think you change I, Yeah, him I don't think you change him. I just like want more of him because I like chemistry in the movie. Yeah, because he, he almost has like a, like a mysteriousness to him. Yeah. But honestly, I think like the thing I think they missed out on is they could have done something fun or maybe not fun, but maybe a little bit just kind of earned with his family where it's like they kind of mm-hmm. i wish they had been around to like fully understand why his role it might be just like not sophisticated to them like he's not a doctor or anything but it's like it's a very very important part of a team to have an enforcer and i wish they had been around like we had gotten to see them kind of appreciate that at the end i feel like that mm-hmm. could have been a good arc for him and his family but so it's like i still enjoy it but it's definitely gone down in my book yeah, I think, you know, like, I mean, the movie lands where it lands. And I think you can, you, I mean, you can feel the movie is kind of edited to to death. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it works, but you can tell, like, they just were kind of plowing through what works. And they knew where they wanted this to end up, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And that's where they oh, get. Yeah, and just so many and, of the jokes um, were gay jokes. It's like, this is definitely dated. <laughs> but it was also defending. Oh, no, for sure. But it's brother. like. Like, you know how most of the time you have a tally for movies these days? And it's like, this is how many times they say fuck in a movie. This one is, this is how many times yeah. they say gay in this movie. <laughs> What's interesting, though, is like, you could probably argue it's like pretty accurate. And like, well, yeah, I also don't um, spend that that makes much it okay, time around but just like, a group of yeah. guys. And it, so I think, yeah. I think what works, like, and I hate saying it, like, what works for me is like, it's these characters who are so crude and crass. And I mean, immature but you can tell that like deep down they're like maybe not the brightest maybe not the Mm -hmm. most open-minded but they're good people i mean hockey players are not known for their intelligence well well i mean but it's like just um like even uh, i mean most athletes are even his friend like yeah like you said lauren like he's really coarse and gross but he is like a really supportive friend. It's like yeah. when uh, when Doug's family just kind of oh well oh yeah we're spoilers right because it's a uh, yeah when Doug's family is just like you know this is this or Doug's parents are like this is ridiculous blah 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 and he's just like fuck your parents man mm-hmm. like you're doing something you're proud of and you're good at keep doing it um and for me it it kind of boils down to uh. Like, my favorite, my or not, I don't know, favorite's not the way I would say it, but the, the way I always think about characters like this is there's a line in the first Bill and Ted movie where, like, they both genuinely care about each other and they're happy to see each other, but then they both mm-hmm. call each other, like, you know, a slur for someone who's gay. But, you know, those are these kind of guys where if someone said, hey, that's really not cool, they'd be like, whoa. That's, whoa, I'm so sorry, man. Like, and that's the way I kind of like, yes, it's dated, but also it's, it's hard is in the right place, even if it's wording is not, if that makes sense. Yeah. I guess the thing is, I just marathon Ted Lasso. So it's like, if there's of the two locker rooms, which one would I rather spend more time in? It's the Ted Lasso locker room. 
this locker room is fucking shit. I think that I agree with you on the bear shell thing. I think they know how to, he is supposed to be awful and annoying, mm-hmm. but and they but they do try to mine a couple jokes. You know, they're having their cake and eating it too a little bit mm-hmm. with him. Uh, but I I like Ben's point too. Though you know, like there is like he is a you know I, I thought that was a that's a nice way of putting it though too. Like there is some heart inside of that. Yeah. Um, it's like these people who Um, are like ignorant but not hateful i do think if i'm giving i agree like i he is he's more annoying than enjoyable but i Mm -hmm. i do think uh to shout out one little scene for him is bearshell when he's hosting the talk show and he's getting into it with the producer as he starts like cursing and stuff (laughs) like that he's just his defeatedness to like just like well what am i supposed to do and like but he can't stop himself i think that's his best moment of the movie yeah um star ratings i am at a four i went down i get i dinged it a little bit but i still think it's really great i'm at a three and did you go down lauren oh yeah i probably i think i was probably like 3.5 when i first saw it Okay, so I think I'm the only one who didn't go down then because I'm a, I'm still at a three point five. Like I don't think I was, I was as high on it as Zach was. I'm still not, but like I'm, I enjoyed it as much the first time around as the second. Um, I never did an elevator pitch. Whoops. Um. Okay. <laughs> Hockey. Uh, you got Doug Platt. You gotta see as this. the person who edits this, you could do it now. <laughs> <laughs> um. You gotta see this best scenes. Um, I think I, I the ending. I mean, is top I mean, tier. Like just, yeah. yeah, just the build up to that is just like yeah. Um, I can never decide. Just I can't decide so how well. I feel about it. It's like, do I want? Like I kept expect. I didn't remember how the movie ended. I mean, I knew they fought, mm-hmm. but it's like I couldn't remember. Yeah. Like I expected Sean William Scott's character or Doug um, to let him win, kind of in like just a sportsmanship. Uh, mm-hmm. League of their own type moment where it's like you gotta like to give him respect the other player, you know? Yeah, but it's like at the same time when like I was kind of disappointed that didn't happen. But then when you see him smiling on the ice as he's just face down mm-hmm. in the ice, it's like oh he loved this. Oh I'm okay with the ending. Yeah, yeah. I think they do a great job was... of setting that up with another great scene is when he has that fight with that other that enforcer guy scene. and they and they just they line up next to each other. It's like you want to go? He's like yeah, <laughs> and he was like good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cause, afterwards because that's the mentality of the like, finale goodbye. right because yeah. a lot of the times you'll yeah. see stuff like that in actual fights on the ice it's like there's mm-hmm. a respect that they have for each other that's pretty cool mm-hmm. to see what was the it was like schreiber was like all right we're gonna go in the third you ready yes thank you for asking like <laughs> yes. that that kind of stuff like uh it works yeah um and to add on to your point lauren i do love how Schreiber is like happy at the mm-hmm. end because it's like he he went out on a high note not because he lost but because he's like shit there's somebody mm-hmm. who's like gonna you know like carry on my legacy as somebody who can just beat yeah. the absolute shit out of everybody and I love like just leading up to that fight just how he played throughout the game just being such a shithead because so many enforcers mm-hmm. are like that and it's just fun to watch them just rile up the other team so it was like it was very um it felt very realistic to me yeah, I wonder. I, I've never heard. If the, has someone written like a, a hockey player? Well, this is based on a book. Is it? Yeah, it's like um, a real. It's book? called Goon: like The a, True a, Story a, of an Unlikely Journey into Minor League Hockey by Adam um, Fratasio and Douglas Smith. So yeah. it says footage from. This is trivia that I just copy pasted just in case we talked about this. It says footage from Smith's career as a hockey enforcer is shown during the film's credits. 
I wonder cool. if I'm just curious what the reputation with this movie is. I imagine it's adored by hockey players. Yeah, I would like think that. so. But it feels authentic, like you said. Like this is these guys aren't. You know, anytime there's been a. You know, a lot of these enforcer guys end up becoming like personalities mm-hmm. on their respective teams. Oh, they're so teams. beloved. Like, I wasn't joking yeah. with the thing I said, please come back to St. Louis, Ryan Reeves. It's like everyone in St. Louis wants him back because he was such just an amazing player who, like, I don't know. He just, he's, I think he's with Vegas right now, but like just riling up the other teams and defending everyone. It's like no one would want to hit someone on our team because they were so scared of the repercussions of Reeves coming at them. <laughs> I miss him so much. But then also, I mean, there's that. Yes, like the, the people love. I'm just saying like post-career. Oh, sure. Yeah. They they usually are always like with their, they end up in a lot of like announcer jobs mm-hmm. and stuff like that because they're usually like such an engaging yeah. personality. Like Steve and, Ott, like, he was yeah. another enforcer we had and he's actually a coach with the Blues right now. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, This has been Blues Corner with Lauren. <laughs> um, the... <laughs> uh, is there any other scenes that really jumped out at everybody that we mentioned? I, 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 I like the I like the fight too, where he just goes. The, the coach tells him to go just wait outside the box, <laughs> yeah. and that guy gets so jacked up to fight him, and then <laughs> loses in like two yeah. seconds. Or I just I liked all the stuff with his first team, where like he gets on the ice and just beats the shit out of oh, yeah. all <laughs> of them. That's like except those were your teammates and then like his coach gives him the drawing of like the wolf and it's yeah. just like I could, yeah such a great like <laughs> like what the fuck moment and, yeah i could tell you right now uh, though he would not have been able to quit his day job <laughs> just at that being with that team. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what his rent is that's fair it's Canada. maybe it's cheap um I, lo- I also just really liked um when he took the puck to the face it was just getting beat up in the goal oh, trees God. It's, it's brutal it is it's, that was but br- yeah. it happens <laughs> um i also like the bits where like you could tell laflem and lat were like starting to work together mm-hmm. like after they kind of had their bonding sesh so to speak like and you know they oh like- the infamous bonding sesh i don't want to talk about the bonding session <laughs> <laughs> What was the bonding sesh? There was an E.T. speech. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was great. Yeah, this is the true reason why I'm scared of enforcers. They have a light (laughs) in their tummy. That was, I guess that's, you know, that was a great scene, too. And, but, you know, like, as we're talking, though, like, having some, like, like it feels like their bonding comes pretty quick mm-hmm, but at does. the same time like it feels authentic to to a couple athletes that you know, you know once yeah. you know you got each other's back mm-hmm. you know yeah. like ta- you you mentioned ted lasso you know like the the not to get too spoilery but like jamie's return and mm-hmm. his 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 re his the team taking him in felt super authentic and was just as fast as this yeah. was mm-hmm. um yeah you gotta see this let's talk about that ending um the music is also just like incredible, like perfect, and the shot, like just the low angle as it comes out of the box and they're just dropping. I mean, it is legit amazing filmmaking, and uh, you know it. the The movie's well done. Like the hockey, I think, is shot really mm-hmm. well. Um, but yeah, that the uh, the directing is has some decent chops in it from Douse, but that was the crowning moment. You know, putting that together. Doing that all in a one-er. Uh, this guy, oh, that's right. What if 
you like that movie too, Lauren, don't you? Which one? With um, what if with uh, it's got um, it's like the romantic comedy with Is Daniel that... Radcliffe. Yeah, and Zoe uh, Kitt- yeah, Zan I do like that movie. And Adam was, Driver, Mackenzie Davis, Rafe Spall. Good little cats there. I haven't seen it in a while, but I do remember really liking that movie as well. That was his follow up to this, I think. And then he did uh, Stupor was his most recent movie. That one I have not seen. T- I'm trying to take like, me I home tonight, which I didn't like. What I gave Stuber, like I saw it. Guess. I'm gonna say two and a half. I gave it three. I gave it three. <laughs> so I thought it was all right. I guess. So he's still working, but I think this is still his best movie. Probably. I don't know. I haven't seen. What. I gave of, What If four stars too. Of the two I've seen, yes. <laughs> take me home tonight. I gave. I liked that. Stars. I think. Yeah, that was yeah, fine. I like that one. It I doesn't use that it. song. Which is really frustrating. Another thing, but weird Ben thing. Um, How it was dare, promised. It's the title of the movie. That's like apparently the Footloose relate. The Footloose remake doesn't use Footloose. Like why? The Footloose Footloose doesn't exist in the Footloose remake, so that song doesn't exist. No, that's ridiculous, and you know it. Well, if Footloose doesn't exist, then then the song wouldn't be in the first movie. Exactly. Pretend that made sense. It did not make sense, Ben. Don't <laughs> don't agree with that. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It does make sense. As you say, it 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 does. It shouldn't be in the remake because it doesn't exist in the universe. But then, why would it be in the original if it also didn't exist in the universe? Just let us have our footloose song. <laughs> I don't think I've actually seen like the a first cover footloose. of it. Or I've just seen the se- or the second one remake. I think no, I, I saw, saw the it. sequel too. We definitely probably both reviewed that. There's a sequel to Footloose? No, I think it was a remake. No, like the remake. The Uh, Miles Teller remake. Middle opera. Craig Brewer. I gave it two and a half. Lauren doesn't have a score for it. The stuff I've heard about it, that sounds generous. It was good. It was fun. It was good fun. It was fine. Yeah, you wrote a review for it. You gave it a C plus. I did not write it up. Um, performance piece. We talked about Barishaw a little bit. I think we should talk about Sean William Scott a little bit more because he is like great. This, in this is, movie. Yeah, I mean, like, like I'd like him to potato. be remembered. I'd like. <laughs> he's a great potato. My second. But there's favorite, so much my life second behind favorite that potato. potato's eyes. You know? you know, there um, were moments when he would have these moments of clarity where he would have de- decent speeches. It's like, oh, there is a brain cell in there. And then it would. It was fleeting. Well, he like, I, I mean, I I would love for this to be what Sean William Scott is remembered by. This or the criminally underrated The Rundown, which uh, is <laughs> amazing. Y'all should check that out. I think I liked Role Models. Wasn't he in that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that to me was he was too much like Stifler. Yeah, and I was never a fan of Stifler. I mean, he's um, good at Stifler. No, like, he's yeah, he, but I just don't like that character very much. Yeah. like. Yeah, that's fair. So I liked him playing against type as someone who's so, like, genuinely nice and humble. Um, so that was cool. I know. I think I might always remember him for, you got a fucking dark and, dart in your neck, man. <laughs> in oh, the yeah. old school scene. <laughs> that is. He's, re- that's he's a good gr- in that bit. That is a great bit. Well, just <laughs> the, his reaction when, like, Farrell just shoots himself. Oh, awesome. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he's got the fucking oh. mullet. Uh, it's like a jean vest too. Dude's dude's going all out for it. Um, but but like for he's so he's still he's so <laughs> lovable in this, even though there's like mm-hmm. no spark or light behind his eyes, <laughs> and his little dumb grin is great. And yeah, yeah it, it's a really 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 like uh, underrated mm-hmm. performance i, I think like. the um, the tagline for the poster if i remember correctly and i remember thinking it was great back then i still think it's great if it's actually what i remember is uh it's like meet doug the nicest guy you'll ever fight something like that <laughs> that's what letterbox says oh cool um, yeah it's not it, it, i mean he is a nice guy but like he's no, he's borderline not nice though he's just kind of like I guess he's nice. He is nice. Mr. Steel, he's always your trying girlfriend. to help enough to be mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like that's like the argument for um, Charlie in Always Sunny. It's like, <laughs> can he be evil with how dumb he is? <laughs> You've seen that conspiracy wall. He's a genius. He, yeah, uh, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, Charlie. Um, Charlie like straight up fakes having cancer to get with the waitress at one point. So like. <laughs> Being, being so dumb guy. does not preclude you from being evil. <laughs> um, also, I think we can't shout out the Upstriber enough. Like, just yeah, like he's my this sure. whole, you know, like soulful, seen it all, but also just like a complete asshole at the same time that you can't get mad at. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't somebody do like hit somebody like that? Oh, let me tell you, according to IMDb trivia, one of the plot points in Liam Schreiber's character being suspended for 20 games is slashing an opponent in the head from behind. NHL enforcer Marty McSorley was suspended for 23 games in 2000 after doing the same thing. The victim of the incident, Donald Brashear, or I don't don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but suffered a grade three concussion from the slash and falling and hitting his head on the ice. Um, Marc-Andre Grundin's character suffered the same injury at the hands of Schreiber's character, but in a different incident. So yeah, yeah. Shit, McSorley. I remember that that name. That's, yeah, that was that's, fucked up. That's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy that someone did that in real life. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I it's think, easy. Yeah. Not only that they did that, other. but they weren't like banned for life. Like that. Oh yeah, there's plenty of players. There's like, how are they not? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I was watching a game once, and shit. What's his name? Shea Weber. He grabbed someone's head, the back of his head, and slammed it into, like, the board. So, like, the corner of the... Like, you know where the boards come up and meet the glass? Mm-hmm. There's, like, a lip there. Mm-hmm. He, like, oh. grabbed... um, Shit, what's his name? Zetterberg's head and just slammed it in there and did not get... I think... I don't even know if he got suspended for one game, but it was very clearly he was, had the intent to injure someone, and he was not suspended. So that's one of those instances where then the next game, the enforcer would come in, or just the whole team would go in and beat the shit out of him. Because that's how hockey works, and it's amazing. (laughs) Um, even more so back in the day. Like I think it's been pacified a little bit. And don't even get me started on Marchand and his slew footing. I hate him so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, repeat after me. Second time I just said fuck Marchand this week. What was the (laughs) other one? Oh yeah, Coda. (laughs) <laughs> um repeat after me favorite lines i don't i mean i laughed there's a lot of really good lines but i can't i couldn't i couldn't tell you what my favorite line was um, um my favorite line good. was about the horrible anthem singer when it was that well that was borderline treasonous yeah it's 
Yeah, I wrote that one down. Well, that was borderline treasonous and a disgrace to our nation and its proud and storied history. <laughs> yeah, the announcer had a lot of one-liners yeah. being thrown in there uh, throughout the movie. Which, again, I think was just an interesting way to keep the movie moving, kind of. You know, it's like, oh, joke, transition, voiceover. Okay, and we're into another scene. There is another thing. Oh, no, sorry, go on. Uh, One I I liked was uh, when the the older guy, like, falls asleep in the bar. He just says, silly, peaceful, old wanderer. Yeah, my other one was about um, his character as well. Because, like, I just love the running thing about where he would repeat, like, what the other guys said. Yeah. And, like, at one point, one of the things he repeated is, we're, we're, we're playing divorced guys. Yes! It was just such a weird line. <laughs> um, I think how he brought everything back to his family yeah. and his wife was, mm-hmm. was sad, but funny. <laughs> Uh, oh. I also thought I couldn't quote the lines, but every time the the two like rush were they Russian guy? The, yeah, I believe. Oh, the, when they the, made fun of his mom. Just like they would yeah. always have some terrible joke, and, and then they had yeah. to like explain the joke after they did. <laughs> yeah. This makes this a joke. Um, um, two rules. Doug, pants. Doug getting having to sit on the piss hole was a was a. <laughs> That's so <laughs> gross. It's like, was uh, there, I didn't, you couldn't actually tell. It's like, was there even a bathroom right next to it? And they were just still choosing mm. to pee in that hole? <laughs> uh, two rules, man. Stay away from my fucking Percocets. And do you have any fucking yeah. Percocets, man? <laughs> uh, and my last one, it's not a line, but it's great because of um, Dan Levy's reaction to it. It's like some guy in the audience has a sign that Eugene says, uh, Glat is Hebrew for fuck you. um yeah lots of good one-liners in here um performance repeat after me but why any but why's besides why does there a two-minute uh soliloquy about the glowing belly of (laughs) et Lauren. Um, I mean, the other moment that I didn't really think needed to be in here was when he went to go get beaten up by the boyfriend uh, I don't know. I think that spoke to his sweetness and his like, like yeah, he his, felt his 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 yeah. warped guess, sense of chivalry. It's like you didn't steal her; she made her own decision. It's so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, but they also got see, a couple good laughs out of how his, terrible his, his punches were too. You yeah. could see it in his mind though, because he had been talking to her while she was I dating know, somebody still. else and like been really, really friendly and you know, yada yama or yada yada feminism. Um, like, it just made me laugh though, because like the punches he was throwing were so bad. Yeah. But then when you see him next, it's like how it's many times did he let him hit him five hundred times for it to get that <laughs> much damage on his eye? They were the weakest punches. Uh, hot takes. So this is a very hot take. Yeah, no. Except, except that the giant ET reference again. Like Lauren, just, just assume Lauren has a but why or hot take about why that had to be included. Um. <laughs> Expert opinions, uh, doggo. Was there a dog? Any no, no, no. So Lauren, tell us how you feel about the ET watch on this movie. <laughs> I mean, I wish those tummy lights burned bright enough to just what is it called? Like self-immolation or something? Yeah, yeah. Let's have that happen. <laughs> no more ET's face. Like, I don't. I don't even know what he was trying to say, which is very on par for the character. Because this is what he says. I think that we both have lights in our stomach, a special light like E.T., and the team needs someone to light the way. My stomach light needs your stomach light. We can all phone home together. Like, what? 
I mean, it's a really funny line. It's like the to the whatness of it all, mm-hmm. but it was just that much funnier because I'm just like, oh, Lauren's gotta watch this. I, know. I can't believe he just didn't like stick his finger out in the air or something though. <laughs> it was the worst. Uh, um, ben, why did his tummy any... light up in ET? Was that just? It was like a. It was just like they were communicating to it. like a, when they were doing like telepathy that their bellies light up. Like they can communicate they to communicate each other. They communicate through their stomachs? Well, the light was just like a visual signal that they were communicating oh. with. One. Like they were all connected. It's about the connection too, I think, mm-hmm. a little bit. At no, least they Elliot's just, belly like, never started glowing. They glowing finger up to their ear like they had a little thing in there. <laughs> um, no ben, any memes from this movie in circulation? Unfortunately not, I don't think. Yeah, I haven't seen many, if any. Um... What is this movie's... How many people have watched? 40,000. Interesting. 3.3 on Letterboxd. Three stars being the highest. Um, I was in the 3% range with my four... Or I guess that's five stars. That was a four and a half star. It's not, um, a, it's not a goon um, meme, but there's a, a nice Reeves gif of him blowing a kiss to the other bench after getting in a fight. It was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep talking about Ryan Reeves some more. I've, uh, seen, I've seen people use that gif of Liev Schreiber just like, don't you fucking dare. Uh, pointing at the ref. <laughs> um, um, the book was much better than the movie. Uh, this actually applies, but we don't know because we didn't read the book. Apologies. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like so much w- of it's visual. It'd be interesting yeah. to see what the actual... Um, written word is with this and i also wonder how much of it is just crazy stories from this guy yeah. you know um who needs awards this wasn't nominated for any awards but as far as or big major awards but um honestly like a, a, a i would have got on board with a couple of performance awards for this movie uh dark horse performance things um for the two main guys there that we've cast praise upon mm-hmm. uh upgradables excuse me um the upgradables casting rumors do you have anything lauren all right uh nothing that i saw no i wonder if i don't think you could cast this had a bigger role at some point yeah i mean that feels like the most cut down thing potentially because the brother keeps popping up too Mm -hmm. i would have i would have liked somebody other than uh eugene levy to be the dad because how dare they make me not like eugene levy <laughs> yeah that's fair i did like the brother's line i don't remember exactly what it was but like when he comforted um doug but then it's like but i'm gonna go because they have my passport yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was great um to infinity beyond uh, lasting impact i mean this is one of my I favorite have not- sports movies yeah, I think it's a, one of the better sports movies of the last twenty years or so, probably. Um, I, I have I've not seen Slapshot. Um, which, yeah, I mean, all I have to go which, off of is like this and um, Miracle. Yeah, Miracle's different, but that's good. And I haven't seen the Mighty Ducks, the first Mighty Ducks, and maybe that's know, in a different. That's more family years. movie than hockey movie, though. Yeah, but I mean, it's like the Sandlot's also kind of like that, and I'd still Sandlot say Sandlot's like a seminal baseball film. Yeah. I mean, 
killing me smalls is what I remember from that movie more than any of the baseball Four stuff. Tequila. The, actually, well, the, the, the montage of and the, is great in that movie where they beat that the crap out of that. That movie is team. why I'm obsessed with Converse's. <laughs> the uh oh the 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 black and white footage they used for like the beast is i remember that scaring the shit out of me when i was a kid you know what the best hockey movie is the cutting edge it's a figure skating movie oh <laughs> toe pick anytime we see that picture of that movie on the streaming service amy goes toe pick <laughs> um i was like how do you know this she's like i watched that movie a million times so then so then the best ice sports film of all time is undoubtedly blades of glory so i mean in all I part, he was a hockey player in the movie so it's, <laughs> it's hockey adjacent you see him play hockey in the beginning of the movie I mean, so then that's like saying happy gilmore's a hockey movie Sure. I, don't I know. think that movie <laughs> captures the ethos of a hockey player, the hockey player, though, pretty well. Um, too good for your home. <laughs> so there's a list called the Blades of Glory Cinematic Universe. What the fuck does that even mean? Wait, what? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going. Is that, that a thing? Please tell me that's a thing. Um, bonus rounds. I'm looking at. Oh, uh, a link from Screen Rant that is the ten, top 10 hockey movies. They are Hello Destroyer, um, Young Blood, The Mighty Ducks, uh, Mystery Alaska, Goon. That was at number six. Um, the Cutting Edge. Oh, it's on the list. <laughs> um, Indian Horse, uh, Slapshot, Legend number 17, and Miracle. Miracle. Shocking yeah. everyone. I think Lauren made up half those I mean, names. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Um, yeah, Kurt I haven't Russell. heard of most of these movies. <laughs> uh, any Russell favorite movies. random trivia? Yeah. I know this isn't like exactly on topic, but did any of you guys watch that Mighty Ducks reboot slash sequel? No, thing I they oh yeah, doing? it's good. I re- I thoroughly enjoyed it. Do it for it the gram. It had some genuinely really good laughs. There's there's a couple really good, like there's one kid who is absolutely hilarious on the show. Um, and it's it's a great little yeah. I thought it was good. I'm looking forward to the next season. There's even some good messages on parenting there, in there. Um, pro Mighty Ducks the Disney Plus reboot. Do you know there's a Doogie Howser reboot mm-hmm. with a girl? Interesting. Is it, I never is watched we'll the reboot original. anything nowadays. Is it Debbie uh, Hauser? No, it's Doogie, but it's like her but nickname. Debbie. Debbie Hauser. No. It's Doogie. No, there's no human being named Doogie. <laughs> so you can just oh, assign you know, it to anybody. I, I just assumed Doogie Hauser was about somebody named Doogie Hauser. I mean, someone is named Doogie after that, right? There's a Doogie somewhere out there. Yeah, there has That's to roughly be. our age. I'm so sorry. They changed their name by now, right? Well, that's Probably. like that's like the kids that have been na- that were named Dovahkiin when Skyrim came out. Like Dovahkiin. So that was the whole thing. Skyrim was like, if your child is born on, that's like November eleventh, two thousand eleven, which is when the game dropped, mm-hmm. and you name their kid Dovahkiin, they will receive free Bethesda games for life. It's <clears throat> not worth it. <laughs> I mean. Maybe to the parents really like Bethesda games, the kids gonna be like, I but fucking hate still, Fallout. I fucking like, hate Skyrim. You're just gonna 
Like it's, the money's gonna go instead of to the games, it's gonna go to therapy bills. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, that was like the okay. the like uptake in the uh, kids being named like Daenerys for Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah maybe kids. don't. Maybe don't name your kids after like a character from a novel or series that's just like filled with incest and child murder and regular murder. <laughs> Talking about parenting tips, here we go. I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middleofrow.com, middle of row on Twitter, rate and review the podcast. Does that. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbach. How dare you? <laughs> And I'm Lauren Harbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofro.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch The Guilty, and remember the best seats on the middle of the row.